As you scroll through social media, what are you searching for? In these coronavirus days, I'm looking for community, encouragement, and of course, a funny meme or video to lift my spirits and make me laugh. That's always a priority every day. I wanna see how friends and family are doing, what they're doing, and what they're having for dinner. It's true. Usually I scroll, I search for news updates, which come with all sorts of opinions, of course, and often I'm just looking for nothing in particular, but still searching. I started thinking as we search and scroll and consume, are we actually searching for hope in these days? I know my help comes from the Lord and my lasting hope is found in Him. But how often do I allow my heart to wonder and my wanting, aching spirit to search for hope in other places? As this virus is upon us, the fear, anxiety, loneliness, cabin fever, isolation, and whatever else you would add to that list grows. What truth are we believing when those emotions and feelings rise? What do we put in God's place as our source for peace and hope? Our eyes and heart begin searching for something more, something we think we can control when everything around us seems out of control. I was reminded of God's people in Exodus. Moses' own life spared was a miracle, rescued from the mass murder of Hebrew baby boys in Egypt, raised as royalty for a purpose of ultimately being given a mission through a burning bush to rescue God's people from bondage. Miracle after miracle, God's people were rescued, led, fed, protected, and provided for over and over. Then they had to wait. It sounds a bit familiar, doesn't it? Waiting, waiting for things to get moving again, waiting for the promised land, waiting for the next phase of the journey. You see, Moses was having a God meeting up on the mountain. You do not rush those. The people became anxious in their waiting. They became impatient, even though weeks earlier they had experienced the presence of God. In this moment of unknown, they began searching. They wanted something to give them hope, something they controlled, something they could see. Their focus quickly shifted from God to gold. Exodus 32:1. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made it into an idol, cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, these are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. What just happened? Weeks before, in the presence of God, seeing miracles, walking a dry Red Sea road to safety from Pharaoh's army, then to taking their hope and peace and worship into their own hands, shifting their eyes from God to gold. How quickly do we do the same thing? We go from experiencing God and His goodness in our life to then looking for a cheap, shiny substitute to satisfy when life doesn't go our way. Life currently is not going our way, but God is still in control. That's the truth. 
If you find your heart moving away from God and shifting to find your hope, peace, and joy in the things of this world or of your own design and understanding, look back to the one who holds it all in his hands. He holds you even in this waiting. I'm Lori Klein.